Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Fronger. Hey, welcome back to Advice from a Dipshit. I just tell to tell these dipshits to shut up. We were uh, chatting too much. We're chatting. Uh-huh. You're like you're wasting all the gold. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks to all the people who came to see me in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, uh, Hamden, Connecticut, Brooklyn. Uh, where else was I? Nantucket. Uh, I was just in. Boop, 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 just boop, boop, doing the like New England I was, vibe. Huh? Yeah, a lot New of New England. England. Yeah, oh, I was in Iowa. I was in. I was in. Uh, I went to New Des Moines England. and uh, Davenport, mm-hmm. and uh, I was in. Uh, where am I? Leaving? Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Boom, got them all. So thanks for everyone who came uh, to all that. It was gorgeous. Everyone I, I went was was goddamn beautiful. I, I took a little drive on uh, a Sunday when I was driving from Des Moines to Davenport and stopped off in Grinnell and Iowa City just to look at old old architecture that hasn't been destroyed yet, even though that's kind of in danger now too, which yeah, is sad. But, right, yeah. You know? Man, and all of those New England places. I was actually just in New England too, mm-hmm. and that's like one area of the country I hadn't really toured much Yeah, and hadn't really been too much. And uh, yeah, I was really blown away by how beautiful it was. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I think I think like being in like the older areas of, yes. of our young young country is kind of fun. Totally. And my wife is is from a, a small town outside of Boston that's older than the United States of America. It's like 1774. <laughs> like whoa, <laughs> <Right>. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, but that was awesome. Uh, today we have a, a very fun man, good friend of mine, Dave Ross. Hello, is on the show. Here I am. Dave. Hello, thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks and being for having on me, man. Uh, I think you're perfect for the show because you're you're definitely in touch with your um, your shortcomings and the things. Sure, you, you get down on yourself on stage. And I, I think, certainly and, do. And, yes. uh, and, and it's like <laughs> this is this this show is is all about like just. The fun of listening to people's problems and like I love swimming it. through them and stuff and yeah, that's why I asked to do it, man. Ah, appreciate it, appreciate um, it. And well, what is your? You have an album, yeah, that just came out. Yes, yeah, it's called "The Only Man Who Has Ever Had Sex." One of the best titles of all time. <laughs> it's Thank so you. good. That's like I saw that. I love shit like that that makes me laugh out loud. Like I, 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 I just sent this this dumb thing, you know, that uh, Kyle Dunnigan, who makes like the funniest shit on Instagram ever, but he made this video that's like, look, I know what I just made was a little uh, sophomore, or I apologize. And then it is this montage of him farting and falling down. And it's like, of course, dubbed in ridiculous farts. And I'm just crying in the kitchen. Yeah. And I sent it to sent it to a buddy, sent it to Kanane. And he was just like, he was like, can this win a Nobel Prize? And it's like, <laughs> I, like I, I, call, I called the last podcast uh, Ding Donger with Matt Bronger because it made me laugh. I called this one right. advice from a dipshit because it made me laugh. Right. The only man who has ever had sex <laughs> is so good. It's like such a good title. Man, it's so funny, isn't it? How like... When it really comes down to it, all you're looking for is something so stupid. Yes. I my maybe my favorite stand up bit I've ever seen is from Patty Harrison. Have you seen her? Oh yeah. Party she's, Hardison? Oh my god. Yeah, she's, she's incredible. So funny. And she has this bit about like I mean, she does these three songs she wrote in a row, and the last one she gives she basically monologues and is like Look, I'm trans, and I never talk about that in my comedy because I just always wanted to escape in my comedy and gives this very serious, somber speech. And then is like, so I wrote this song about that, about being trans. And then the song is just, the lyrics of the song are just, um, 
I farted and poop came out. And the reason I know that poop came out is that shit is poop. <laughs> and then the, she never brings up being trans and is just singing about shitting for like four minutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's dude. awesome. <laughs> because everyone's just waiting and waiting and yeah, waiting. You just wait. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> Sounds like an Andy Kaufman moment. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, it, yeah, and yeah. it's kind of it, it just it makes fun of the absurdity. I remember I I had a dumb little uh, joke I never really did, but I would do it in my head for myself. Like about like back in the '90s, if like at the height of his like his reign, if Michael Jordan just held a press conference and was like, <laughs> "I'm gay," and walked away, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" and the, the world explodes. And the next day, he holds another press conference and is like. Guys, I was kidding. I'm not gay. And then he walks away. And they're like, what the? F what is he doing? And then the next day, another press conference. Guys, seriously, though, I am gay. And he did it for a week and never explained it. And it would just, just like, like, just because people would just, I would love to see people lose it. Like, he owes us that information. God damn it. I'm tired of wondering. Where it's just like, it is great. Like, like, Patty's bit is like, oh it's like, God. it's kind of no one's business. Yeah. You know, it's like, but it, but it's great. <laughs> I love that she's so fucking. If, like you should follow her on like Instagram. Oh yeah, uh, dude. Because she's like she's so gross. She's what's like her, the best. Her, oh yeah, handle? that's true. Yeah, party, party harder, harderson. Party harderson, and she's Patty. Okay, I'm doing. I'm Harris. literally Henderson? doing it right yeah, now. Harrison. Harrison. Patty Harrison. Harris. Yeah, Patty Harrison. Yeah. Right. Um. Oh, I'm literally. I, we gotta I'm, get. We gotta yeah. get her on here. Uh, on. Yeah, you should ask her. It's a hashtag. I found the hashtag. Okay. Cool. All right. Oh. But all right, so we got the calls. So basically, uh, Dave, uh, no one hears the calls but Queen Amanda. So she listens to them in advance. Great. And she, uh, she basically picked out stuff I thought would be fun like, for you. Handpicked stuff. Cool. So yeah. yeah. So it's there's probably dad. a guy like, "Hi, I'm a fucking loser." No, no offense. No. <laughs> hey, I often think of that if we just like set that up for somebody, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. had a guest that was like, and it just well, like every some, one of them is just like, uh, somebody, "No somebody, one finds me attractive." I don't brush my teeth. I'm so very, I never brush my teeth. I'm, I'm very sad. Okay, okay, hold on though, because this week somebody called. I often pee my pants. Sorry, somebody, no, 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 no. It's just that somebody called this week who was like, "I have fucked everything up. I have fucked up my job. I haven't paid my rent." My parents are mad at me. Great. I just broke up with my girlfriend. Awesome. I'm so fucking gross. So wow. I'll, I'll go find that one. Okay. I was like, because this guy, he literally is just like listing everything with like fucking right in front of it. Oh, so he's yeah. like, I didn't, I didn't fucking do this. I didn't fucking <laughs> wow. do that. Oh. I, didn't I should get Ryan Hamilton on for that guy who is like, <laughs> you know, like the most. I've like, never met him. No, he's the kindest, nicest guy. Completely clean act. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> seem to have any skeletons in his closet like that. Where he'd be, oh. Oh wow! Oh, wow! <laughs> oh, oh my! Well, oh my dear! You know? yeah. But I do. It's like, yeah. been, I, I like. I like, like the no, ones I got. No f bombs ever. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so let's roll. The, let's roll, Dave's. Hey Matt, um, my name is also. Well, no, fuck that. My name's Matthew. Uh, sorry, that's my mom. But I always used to say that shit. But now I've taken part in it. Anyway, um, I grew up moving around with my dad, mom, and brother. Like, um, just dad was very successful in his, like, business life, so when he would get a new promotion, we would move somewhere. So we're a very close family, and I'm 23, and I've come to a point, I'm a musician, I've come to a point to where uh, we've always, like, helped each other out and stuff, and, like, like I said, very tight, you know, 
very close, like almost, you know, my friends are like, are, you're like weirdly close with your parents, not in a weird way, just like we, we hang out. We, I watched, I fucking watched Game of Thrones with my parents. But anyway, um, in a few months, I could move in with my friend, um, a few hours away, uh, to another, to a, to a different city back in the state that we used to live in. Uh, my best friend from high school, I love the guy. I'd be really excited to finally be out of my parents' house and go pursue my music somewhere else and have the personal freedoms of being on your own. I'm sure I'd be broke, but um, I want my time to myself. Uh, I feel like I'm answering my own question here, but really, what's the best way to bring this up and talk to my parents about it. Wow, that was the real question. I found it while I called you. Anyways, yeah. So how should I bring it up to my parents to tell them that I think it's time for me to leave? Thanks. Hope uh, to get some feedback. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling, man. And that was a really good call, folks. For those of you who are thinking about calling, this that was some specificity right there. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't get into. Oh, I kind of want to move, but I don't want to move. What should I do? It, you know, he wants to move. He knows that, and he wants to know how to bring it up to his parents. He's insanely close to. Yeah, but they they were they were a traveling band for a while. Um, Dave, what do you think? All right, first of all, dude. Fuck your parents. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Here's how you tell them. You walk into their bedroom while they're having sex, two middle fingers in the air, you throw an American flag at them, and you piss on the floor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Dave out. I, uh, I, um, man, I really like that. I, uh, that was also, I realize me just being me, but also your introduction to me. So, Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> maybe wait a beat or two before you start screaming about fuck your parents. He'll listen um, to all of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, the problem is that there's really no way to bring things up to people that isn't challenging for someone who has trouble with that. And I have a lot of trouble with that. Matter of fact, oh, yeah. I have a talk coming with a close friend of mine. Okay. Soon. Is well, it me? It is you. Okay. And I'm glad you came here today. Okay, to good. To your house. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and it's it's just daunting. And I, like, I, okay, for me, for example, this friend, he had a he called me the other day and and was like, "Hey, man, you're doing this thing that's that sucks," and which is such a tough call to get from a friend. And it wasn't the end of the world. We're still friends. We're still, and you know, like the fact that he did that meant that he gives a shit, right? That's it. Um, and uh, otherwise, he would have told me to fuck off, or we just never would have talked again. But in, and I took it and I heard it because that's what you got to do. Right. And then a few days passed, and I was like, I'm mad about this. There's a couple mm. things in there that I have to tell him that weren't fair. And uh, and he's already the type of friend of mine who has called me and and. Clearly wants to be friends, and I'm still scared about calling him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. So this is that's the the way in my recent life I can relate to how daunting it is. But like, the reality is that whenever you broach the subject, once you broach the subject, immediately it'll be easier. You're like your fear. Whatever you're afraid of, them being scared, them not hearing you, once you start, once you get the beginning of it out of your mouth, it will be fine, and I promise you that. 
you're like your fear, your anxiety. These are two people that clearly love you. And sure, they don't want you to leave because they love you and you're a unit. Mm -hmm. But they also definitely love you. You can tell from how he's talking about it, you know. So they also want you to leave. In the sense that they want you to grow as yeah. a person. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think I think that's a good year, 23. You know? Absolutely. I mean, it, it's like there are a lot of people that are living more and more and more at home and longer and longer. I think that's the year they're of co- obviously more than accept it. It's not too early. And it's not too late. And I, 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 I yeah, to just echo what you said, it, it is the moment. You'd be surprised the amount of time where you say, look, I just want to talk to you about something something you did really bothered me and the people would be like, oh my God, what is it? You yeah. know, like I, wh- what, right. what can I do? in your mind, all you're thinking the whole time is they're going to be like, fuck you. Yeah. Everything you've ever thought is dumb. Yeah. I've, I've <laughs> yeah. once had a thing where we, uh, we had a friend who was like just incredibly like selfish and like was just, and he just would like, he just liked to push people's buttons, including ours. It was just like, I'm, I'm, it's exhausting hanging out with you. And so like, we just, we kind of sat him down and talked and I'll give it up to my buddy. My buddy was like, we got to do this. And I was like, man, I don't know. Who cares? I'm not around that much, you know, but like, we like, you know, we, we had the thing and he couldn't have reacted more passively, aggressively and worse. And it was like, it was just like, was just like, oh, okay. All right, so you guys like hate me? It's like, oh, is that is that it? Is that why we're taking the fucking time? People I hate, I don't sit down with and go, look, man, you got to change. You, you, it's better for you and everyone, you know. Yeah. So like, I'm just saying, I've been through what, to my mind, was like the worst case scenario for that sort of thing. There's no way you're gonna have that happen. This guy's gonna have that totally. happen. No fucking way. Especially in a situation where it's like, I mean, I loved it when you said you watch Game of Thrones with your parents because that is so telling. Mm-hmm. That's so <laughs> what you do with your friends you get stoned with. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yep. that's yeah. exactly. My, my parents, I was so happy watch Game of Thrones like on their own. Like they would just like, they watched the, the the old ones, so they're never they were never caught up yeah. ever. Yeah. So it was great. So it's like I didn't come home and sat down and watch Game of Thrones with them. I think it happened like once. You know, it was just like great. You know, and, and honestly, that's also there's a lot of hard violence and lots of nakedness and weird weird sex. Totally awful sex. Watching awful sex. Watch sex. Dude. Your parents is already like. There are people- you kind of clear your throat and you shift in your seat, but yeah. like bad sex. Yes. We're like, oh, ew, God. I mean, I'm that guy's sure the worst. There are people in the show who fuck their parents. Yes. <laughs> the, yeah. A brother and sister. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. more than just like, oh my God, we took weird drugs and got real drunk and fucked and now we're, we're, we're hating ourselves the rest of our lives. They're in a relationship. Yeah. They're like dating. Yeah, they're dating. They're they like, have they're, kids. Like, they're like, <laughs> they went from brothers and sisters with benefits to an open relationship. <laughs> Relationship. They had an open relationship oh. when she went out and fucked the smiley pirate guy. Anyway, that's right. Um, Amanda, your thoughts. <laughs> Wasn't that his name? I called yeah. that guy smiley pirate the whole time. I'm sorry, that was such a pass. <laughs> yeah, the smiley pirate guy. The hot dude? The hot dude that killed uh, the dragon? Yeah, what is his name? He I, was a Greyjoy. That's all I remember. Yeah, yeah. he was just Something like king like, of the seas. I remember. Something like that. Anyway, uh, she cheated on her brother with the pirate guy, Amanda. And yeah. you, yeah. you hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> Your thoughts just on that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I didn't no, watch, no. I didn't. I haven't watched you, the last season. Because you've you've had uh, just like anyone, but you you've you've had moments we've had to confront your parents about things. Oh and yeah, had talks, totally, totally. You know? So it's interesting that with too, like when you talk about this, because uh, because my mom is like wicked passive aggressive. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm I get afraid of confrontation, and the big thing that I always try to do is like 
is like this thing I'm called I call upwelling, I guess, where I'm like, I figure out every scenario so the second they get defensive, you know, I'm like, oh, oh but here's the solution and right. and I think that how I do it is incorrect, but if you have any nerves it's not a bad idea to just have a couple things prepared like hey i'm gonna move in with my best friend mike you guys remember mike he was so great i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna be that far like here's kind of the places we're looking at and you know i'm gonna pursue my music but i've applied to jobs here right so you're just like so you're coming to your parents and you're like hey like where I'm living, kind of how much it's going to cost and kind of a job are sort of at least in the works of this idea. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, you, know, uh, you, you remind me of something great. like a couple hours away. It's like, that's nothing. Yeah, it's not you're, not, you're, not, you're not like moving like co- from one coast to the other kind of thing. I mean, yeah. you can, that, that obviously leaves open Thanksgiving. That leaves open the holidays sure, and sure, winter, sure. you know? You, you know what I'm saying really odd that my dad loves that I stopped doing once I got my 30s, but when I was in my 20s, anytime I would come visit them and I would bring my laundry, mm. my dad loved that. Yeah. Like he, like something about yeah. that made him feel really great, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, I'd come in with, you know, a serious smelly load, but like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, yeah, sure. But he, but, and so it was like weird little things like that that still kept it feeling you, when you have that connection with with somebody, uh, you you want to do things for them, and you don't want to feel you know parents yeah. in a, in a sense, you know they don't want necessarily want you around, but it's like they don't want to be absolutely like useless. That's the yes. big thing where it's kind of like I put all this time in, and their identity yeah. is that they help you. Yeah, Tom, Tom Papa had this funny thing where we were talking about uh, <laughs> you he because he has a daughter who's about to go to college, and he has it he has a <laughs> fascination. He's saying he has. He has He's like, so are you married and stuff? I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. I got married uh, like about a year and a half ago. And he's like, kids. I'm like, no, but we want to, and we're you know moving it forward for, toward that. And he's like, he's like, okay, well, I have one leaving the house. And he was talking about how he's a bit how um, how like he, she's leaving, and he's like, you're leaving. None of this shit is for me. All this crap we bought, you know, like all this stuff that we set the house up. You're you're leaving. Fuck you, you know. And it's so funny that it's like that. That is that it because your life just revolves around yeah. your kids, and then they're gone, and you're kind of like, so what do I do with this shit, you know? Oh man, that's my, so true. My parents uh, could not wait to renovate my room and make it a guest room. I mean, that happened almost immediately, oh, which yeah. I dug because I never wanted to go home and have. You know, It'd like be the my, same. you know, my, I, I, it's cute that my, my wife's room is kind of like it was not exactly, but her sister's still has like pictures on the walls and things in the room oh, and stuff. Man, yeah, they just don't really use those rooms. So it's yeah. kind of cute. But to me, I was always just like, I, I don't want, let's move on the dead yeah. kid room. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't want to, I don't know what to call it, but it just feels yes. like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the mark on the door where exactly at the level it was a jar, you know, yeah. but when they left and mm, boy, that went dark. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Hey man. Uh, Can I also but, say one more thing yeah, yeah, about please, this please. call? I, um, there's also, I mean, obviously oh, we just heard this one voicemail and I don't know you very well, but it occurred to me while we were talking about this, actually while you were talking, Amanda, that, everyone's relationship with their family is way more complex than sometimes you even realize. And I like, I'm 37 and I'm like just recently learning about more of the ways that my relationship is weird with my parents. And so I guess I also wanted to say like, if, if one of the reasons you're scared to talk to them is that on top of having this positive friend, like relationship, there's some other thing 
Because I will say also older people tend to, without meaning to a lot of the time, be manipulative or passive aggressive yeah. yes. and steer conversations to get you back to where you, they want you to be. <laughs> Maybe you secretly feel like, the reason you're there at 23 is that you've been staying for them. Like they've sort of like yeah. forced you to in a way or two. And I'm honestly just positing maybe so I can suggest something just in case. If that's not the case, I didn't hear it in you. I'm just saying maybe if it is, I'll also say this, uh, like, you know what you want. And so if it is actually stressful and it is a situation that gets sort of dark, know that like, you know what you want and it's scary. You're just talking is the other thing I try to remind myself like while you're standing there and you're telling someone something stressful it's hard for you to say just remember to say what you came there to say and that's literally all you could do that's it you're being a good person that's it and And I I will I will I will button this with what you started with fuck your parents like right look at the end of the day you got to do what you're doing yeah. Like it's one of those things where too many people fuck I bring this guy I just saw this guy this amazing joke about how most young people have like confederate flag yeah they might be racist mostly it's just like man do you love your dad you love your dad so fucking much you know because it's just like it's that thing where it's just like they wouldn't be like you know right. like just they never grew up with it but they're like I love what this flag represents despite it like what you do it's right. just like no my dad said so it's mm-hmm. just we we don't you don't want to ever disappoint your parents yes. but even if your parents were I don't believe in your music I don't like your songs you know like I'm worst case scenario yeah, you know, I don't like your friend. I don't think you should move. I think you should wait. I think it's like stick to your guns and just break away. You have to. Yeah, if man, it is I mean, that hard, you're also taught like the we're the three of us talking to you are people who like at some point did what you're doing now. Yep. So I'm also really excited for you. Yeah, because like I, I, I mean, I like I have a lot of feared anxiety and depression, and it was like my whole existence for a while and then I started stand-up and it was still there but I was good at it and accepted in the community fairly quickly Mm. and once that started happening I started to have self-worth in a way that I didn't even realize was Mm. fucking possible Mm. and everything changed and so in a very real way pursuing comedy changed my life and so like I'm pumped for you dude it's like really cool it's great yeah go for it man so uh, best of luck. All right, let's let's check the next one. Hey Matt and Amanda, long time, a couple times. It's never been aired, but you know, no worries. Um, Sorry, I get a lot I of calls. Just moved in with my girlfriend, and it's her house, and she's older and established and has money, and I'm kind of making scraps on side jobs, trying to make it as like an artist and a voice actor and stuff. So already there's a weird power dynamic there. Um, but she's a neat freak. Like think Monica from friends. And I am a manic slobbish artist who has bipolar. Uh, we moved in a few months ago and we just started seeing therapy, but I'm wondering if you have any advice for someone uh, who's kind of crazy, dating a normie of two years who just moved in with her. Um, thanks. Show's great. Kisses. Kisses back, bro. Um, 
Well, look, the thing is, I I think you're on the right track, and you're you're going to therapy with her, which is great. I, I think maybe try to meet her halfway in terms of the cleanliness, because that is, uh, you know, if that's her big thing. Maybe don't flip out if she's mad at you because you left your shoes on the floor again. Uh, I think it's it's because look, the thing is, you're not probably not going to get her to ease up on being neat. That it, there's just that because that is kind of the right way to be anyway. So you don't want to ask her that. And also, I don't know if she could if she tried. But in terms of you being a little bit of a slob or whatever you said, a slavish artist, uh, which sounds like a, a slav. Uh, which was, was an slobbish. Old, uh, slobbish. Oh, Slo- I was like, why are you bringing no. the Slavs into this, dude? <laughs> slobbish. Okay, I got it. heard that, you go too. Yeah. She's clean. I'm Slavic. I'm Slavic. What? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. 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 She likes to have a nice room. I'm from an Eastern Bloc country. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuff okay. that has nothing. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, she likes cake. I'm missing a hand. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Your comparisons are wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, I mean, look. And, and don't I, I will say I, I do kind of bristle a little bit about the my kind of crazy. You're not crazy. Bipolar isn't crazy. Like, I mean, and I, I know you're you're joking and stuff, but just just careful throwing that around because, you know, I don't want you to think you're actually, you know, nuts. But um, yeah, I think it's it's I wouldn't. The thing is, I've said this on the show before. Uh, I do pretty well. My wife does better than me. And that doesn't fuck with me because I do a lot of shit and I, and I, I hold up my end of the relationship and we kind of saved each other in a lot of ways. So it's like you're, you're, you're there. You're doing, if you want to call it your half, don't, don't, you know, unless you're just like fucking buy me another car, Jesus, you know, like you're doing enough. If you're trying, you're actually busting your chops to get out there. It's hard being an artist and a, and a, and a voice actor and stuff. Um, but I would say maybe try to be a little more clean, I guess, would be my advice. Sure. I mean, yeah, I agree with that. I, it's funny because I'm broke and single. So I like, you know, I don't really have that to relate to. But I I'm also like pretty tidy. And uh, and, you know, I've dated people for some some of them for a long time. And I know what it's like to be an artist. So I, I don't know. I I will say I, I don't. I can't suss out the entire situation from how you described it. That's that's the the curse of this show, right? You know, because it's like we only have like a, a certain amount of time yeah. where people will leave but messages. Fill, yeah. yeah, so right. this isn't bad. So fill in the blanks, we we this literally have bad. had I don't know my girlfriend. Please help. I stay with her. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> or yeah, it's like, what happens? I'm not going to answer that. Yeah, what happens if you just totally decimate your life? Thanks. Bye. Right. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, in this one, I would say like. Since you're going to therapy together, it sounds like I—I I don't know. It's not, and from the fact that you're talking about that she's a quote normie and you're an artist and you're having disagreements and she has more money, it sounds like that and the cleanliness are the disagreements you're having. So I will say this: like, I—I I hope that both of you can just imagine each other's perspectives. It sounds like. You maybe need to do that more, both of you, perhaps just you, perhaps her more. I don't know. But like if you just think about it, someone who's not an artist, 
They are making money consistently. That means they're working a lot on a daily basis. Yep. And then they're also funding your life to a certain extent. And the sad reality is that no matter how lo- how in love you are and how like what the contract you've agreed to in your relationship is, that that's going to be a little frustrating for them. And that also will mean that they probably will be like, well, the least he could do is clean the fucking house. Right. And so like, and I'm not even saying, like I said, I don't know the situation. So... So maybe that's not the case, but I'll just say like, maybe try to remember that when you're getting frustrated, she's working. And even though you're trying and you're toiling and stuff, we live inside of a capitalist society. You have to make money in order to live. And when people are, then they, and then they're giving it to you to live. That's like a, that's a burden, not a burden. It's like a, they're helping. They're taking a chunk out of their life to give to you. So I guess I'm saying no matter what, Try to remember that. That is a gift to you as much as your love and your care for her is to her too. Yeah. You know? Well no, and yeah. I think but I think he knows that. You right. know, I think he is aware of that. And and I, I wonder if I wonder if it bothers her. I look the bottom line is they're going to therapy. Talk about it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, share it with the share what you said to us with with the with the therapist and uh let your wife barf out whatever she needs to barf out as well. Um, yeah, but, I'm sorry. I but I, I was trying to say that without sounding judgmental. No, you weren't. Like, you weren't judgmental. Uh, I just yeah, being, yeah. I just got. We kind of just getting specific as to what you were saying. Uh, and the and being, it, yeah. I think he's on the right track. I'm not. I'm not worried about this guy. On the same token, too, I would hope, like, I mean, if she's listening to this with you, she could hear, like, think about. I, I can tell you, as an artist, it's so painful. You like, you feel it. You know, it's working. But like our version of things going well, it's not the same as for everyone else. Yes. And I'm so worried in dating. I'm like going on, I'm like on apps, going on first dates. And it's, I'm so embarrassed when I talk to people about my life because I'm, I'm 37. The women I'm going out with are like accountants and shit. I went out with this mm. great woman last night who was an accountant and she didn't give a shit that I'm broke and stuff, but it feels so bad. And so I hope that like, yeah, your girlfriend can feel that, how like you are working really hard. Right. And you're trying and it is working and you're getting these little victories. The problem is like victories in a more regular lifestyle include money mm-hmm. and ours don't for a decade or more. Right. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah, you're in a painful situation. But Matt's right. If you're going to therapy, you're doing the right thing and just keep listening to each other. Yeah. And I mean, I've said in my act and it's fucking, you know, been said a thousand times before. Like I have this bit about how it's always men that are holding out for the right person. And I, you know, I say like, you know, you recognize the fact you're wearing basketball shorts and a hockey jersey, you pile of wet trash. But it's like, isn't that amazing that it's always the men who are doing that? Like never the women for right. the most part, like the dynamics. Like, have you met men? Yes. Any of them? Like, this guy seems like a good dude. Like you're there for her. You're pursuing your dreams, which is good, which means like 30 years down the line, you won't look back and go, Fuck. Why did well, I this say is, it, Kinkos? I think you know, also what you're talking about is like a cultural trope for both of him yes. and his girlfriend to pay attention to because because it sounds like, yeah, that's not your situation because you care enough to go to therapy and to call this show. But since it's a trope that there's like the man stoned playing video games and the woman working, mm-hmm. that could be in both of your heads right. and affecting your your perception of the situation. Yeah, just make sure yeah. you don't do that. Dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too or much. that you don't... Imagine that you're doing it when you're not. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh-huh. Just like take it out of this the equation entirely. Yeah. All right. 
my advice is way more topical. Great, great. <laughs> I'm going to pick things apart because here we go. Because if this were one of my girlfriends and nobody was listening in and she had an older man and, you know, he was kind of supporting while she was developing her career. She's older than him. I know, but I'm saying for him, right. if he was one of my girlfriends uh, in the dynamic of an older man, gotcha. successful, right? So yeah. I would be like, all right, girl, here's what's up. <laughs> Uh, if he wants the house clean, you need to figure out a way that works for your brain to just like keep the house tidy. So if that means everything has its own place and you have a minimalism home, cool. If that means that Tuesday, like Monday is window day, Tuesday is bathroom day, Wednesday is vacuuming day, Thursday is kitchen day, that's what you got to do. And then part two is get really good at head. <laughs> get really, sure. that works that work people joke about how that works but it really really works yeah. it really 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 works sure and i know i i found this old book recently that vice wrote a long time ago it was like vice's guide about sex or whatever and they run out like eight pages on how to eat out a woman properly and i was impressed yeah. i was so so impressed nice. and i got this book for like three dollars at some store so uh -huh. i'm saying like She's the house clean. Find a method to clean the house that works for you, right? Like, and get really good ahead. And clean the house. Oh, I, th I thought that was a euphemism for eating bush. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. And I then, mean, yeah, maybe. And, yeah, I like that yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Saturdays and Sundays are, you know, really cleaning the house, yeah. the box. And so those are just, I know that seems like a weird advice to come no, out of a woman. I don't think so at all. But, like, I was just talking I about, just, honestly, I was just talking about how like, I want more specificity from callers and like, like I would honestly, you know, this is specificity like, for you. That would you, honestly so be like, you know, while you're going to therapy and working on like fundamental communication, that's what those would be like the topical results mm -hmm. I would be implementing. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's great. Yep. So. Hope that helps, bro. Hey, Matt. Uh, I have kind of a weird dilemma. Uh, oh I have a job where I have to wear a tie to work, and uh, I went to the bathroom, uh, in the, well, in the bathroom, uh, but I went into the stall, and I was taking a shit, and uh, started playing on my phone, and uh, before I knew it, uh, I was done, and, um, and I looked down, and my tie was... Uh, the tip of the tie was like dipping in the in the <laughs> toilet water. Uh, a couple of important details, though. The the dump I took was not all that disgusting. I mean, it was like really small. It was more of like just a time waster kind of dump. I wanted something to do, yeah. um, but so it wasn't like big and wasn't like messy and any, or anything. Uh, so it was a well-contained little nugget, for lack of a better term. Yes. Anyway. Um, so that happened, and uh, it, it, it dipped in there, and I just a note about the tie. Uh, it's a nice tie, and I just got it for my birthday not too long ago. Uh, it was a gift, and it was it's actually a really nice tie. So I guess my, my question is, do I have to burn the tie, uh, or is it one of those things? Because nobody washes a tie. Nobody You don't clean a tie. You can't wash a tie. Know. Um, do I have to get rid of that thing? Because it's... I mean, I really like the tie, but it is still pretty gross. Uh, just looking for some sort of advice here. Um, I'm probably going to get rid of it. I kind of have to. I feel like I have to, but at the same time, like, 
it's a nice tie, so you can see my problem. Anyway, I'm going to shut up now, and uh, I hope I get to hear your thoughts on this. Thanks a lot. Love the show. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I've never. I know you can't wash a tie. Uh, I think you can take it to dry cleaner. That's something that you know you should you look take up. Weird stuff to dry yeah. cleaner. I don't see why you couldn't take it to the dry cleaner. That's had to happen. But I don't. From what I'm getting from this guy, it doesn't seem like the tie's all that stained. I think it maybe touched the water, and it's the stigmas in his head. Uh, I think. Look, no one's gonna know but the four of us. Uh, you know, I mean, like obviously, no, no one's gonna know but you. I don't know who you are. I never will, unless you come to a show and be like, "I'm the tie dude." No one's gonna know. Um, it's Ryan Stout. So you, it's, you think it's Ryan Stout? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably is that tie wearing I have fucker. To wear a tie to work. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, man, that you should fly in the face of social convention and wash the fucking tie. <laughs> I think you should just wash the tie. You know what I mean? You like, mean like take it to a dry cleaner? You could like take do it to the a dry right cleaner, thing. but you could also just like. Uh, take a scrub brush and soap and wash the tip of the tie. You don't wash the whole tie. Yeah, but then it'll go. It'll get frayed. If it's a nice it? tie, yeah. I mean, it's. I, I think it's most. I guess I've never had a nice tie. Okay. Well, but like, but like that's and that's and that's fair. But like, I mm-hmm. and maybe maybe I mean there's all kinds of ties you get. Into, he didn't talk about what the fabric is. He didn't say the extent of the stain, which I was just like kind of. But like at the same time, I th- we're basically speaking the same language. Yes. If you like that tie enough, do not throw it away because it touched some toilet water that you totally were peeing and pooping in. Like, look, man, if you had uh, to quote Jack Black, a bubbling crude. Uh, coming sure. out here, you know. Like, I mean, that's a dead tie. Just, that's a dead tie. Uh, that's a forever dead it's tie. Gonna, Matter of fact, you should. You wear will a tie think for it's years. clean, and then one day the wind will shift, and you'll smell something off your tie. Absolutely, and you'll be like, I have to throw this away. You'll, uh, you'll ruin a relationship accidentally with that fucking tie. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What were you yeah. saying? Oh no, I was saying, what did he call it? A wasted time dump? Yeah, yes. I'd never heard that well, <laughs> before. That's who is funny. it? Our uh, 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 dad boner uh, Burns' oh, character. Burns, yeah. He would take. He would take toilet naps at work because he's hungover. So he'd yeah. go sit on the toilet. toilet naps. And it was that thing where I'm like, I never sunk that low, but that's genius. Because <laughs> right. no one ever, no one would be like, you're taking a really long shit. No like, one. Never. You just come in and see their feet and be like, well, he's been in here for an hour. <laughs> You know, you might but, you might throw out, uh, hey, bud, you OK? Maybe. Right. If it's been a really it's got to be yeah. like a couple hours, though. Do you, at remember, that point. Do you remember in like <laughs> second and third grade when you took too long in the bathroom and they'd send another kid to check on you? I don't think that ever happened to me. I don't think that ever happened to me either. Really? But that's you're okay. weird. <laughs> <laughs> you're weird and gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, you're probably just doing. <laughs> that. You're probably just doing that thing where you're like, I don't want to be around people. That was right a now. thing in I my just school. Want some time. That was a thing in my school. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see. Look, I never did that, but I, I think uh, probably so many kids did that, where it's just like, I'm just, it's my time, you know? Because you know, there's sometimes kids go in the toilet, like they take a dump and they just sit there reading for like ever. Right. Uh, Kyle used to do that when I lived with him. Where I'm just like, Are you still on the fucking toilet? Well, you know what? I definitely did that. I went through a thing. It was when I got into phone games. Yes. I would, yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, I would sit on the yeah. toilet so long that my legs would I would fall asleep. That's why I try not to bring my phone in if I got to take a dump, because it's just like, I already, like, yes. like am addicted to my phone, like most yeah. people do. So it's yeah. like, oh, now I, hey, boy, you get that. Like, I'm sitting that little, down. That dopamine thrill. Yeah. Totally. Like, I get to look, because I, I have to drop a, a dump, and it's <laughs> over. It's been over forever. Yeah, totally. I remember the last time I ever brought my phone into the toilet, and it was like one of those where I ended up being there for so long, mm. and then I get out, and 
just <laughs> I get out and I'm walking across the room to the guy I was dating at the time. I'm just like wearing underwear and that was it. And then I like bend over and kind of shake my butt at him. And he was like, I see the whole toilet ring around your butt. No way. Right? (laughs) I had like the whole imprint. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like, like lesson number one, don't try to be sexy after taking a shit. (laughs) And then lesson number two, like, don't try to do that with a, like no more phone in the toilet. Yeah. You're there. You'll sit there forever. That's a sign you're there too long. I I remember my last stop on this, on this uh, trip over the weekend, I, I was in Davenport and I was at this place called like the... Uh, uh, the Iowa autograph or something, one of those new hotels that's just oh, like, okay. oh, it's it's kind of it's kind of fancy. It's it's obviously probably owned by a Marriott, but it's it's an, it's like a nice hotel for this town. You yeah, know? But yeah. It wasn't that expensive, but like anyway, long story long, I get in there and like I go in the bathroom and it's like everyone's like, oh, this is actually a really nice hotel. And I sit down and it's a heated toilet, and I was like, oh no, like <laughs> I had that feeling of like I have to force myself to get up when I'm done because it was, <laughs> wow, dude. yeah, it was just like so like oh boy, <laughs> like I did not expect such a treat. I'm still I don't think I've ever s- sat on a heated toilet. They're oh, nice. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm still too scared to try a bidet. Ooh, same. Bidets are incredible. Exactly. I'm, I'm still a little they worried about them. They are so though. incredible. Oh, they yeah? Are, oh, yeah. They, they, they will change your life. And it's like, it's just, it's just, it's a shower just for your butthole. And it, they, they don't <laughs> shoot hard. It's just like a soft rain. Oh, my God. How, how does it, and like, just, how does the toilet, though, like, clean it all up? Like within the toilet, you it, know, right. it, it 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 hoses you, and then it kind of just it, the whole thing just flushes, and you kind of give yourself like one wipe, and you're done. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there is like an extra wipe at the yeah, end. I mean, you to don't make you sure. don't have to. I don't know if they don't well, at I'm all. Just, in I guess France, I'm more but, worried about once yeah. I'm done, mm-hmm. there being residue in the toilet, and then the next person comes in. No, it's they're they're like pretty bidets that exist now are like from what I've seen. I I remember I had an old one when I was in. France when I was like backpacking and I was like I'm just gonna pee in that like I because there was like a, it was like a hostel we had the toilet down the hall yeah but a bidet in our room where I'm like they're all getting peed in <laughs> all of them <laughs> nothing but pee uh, but like uh, so but um now it's a bidet and toilet in one so it's you know uh, right they're they're all kind of like technology technologically oh, okay. better I think right not that I'm a beat uh, I'm not a, a bidet expert or anything, but like the ones I've, the times I've, I've tried. Can I tell you though? You button, sound like, kind of like a bidet expert. It'd be amazing. You go to my yeah. bathroom. There's, there's three of them. Matt calls them bidets. bidets. That's how much bidet. of an extra. He's a, he's a bidet kind of a guy. Bidet. Not a bidet. He's, he's a bidet. Bidet. Extra. bidet. He's a bidet. Oh, God. It's a bidet. It's I'm a bidet. The, I'm the master of just, just, just pronouncing stuff slightly wrong. Yeah. I always think of a guy waited tables on who was like super, like didn't we want to look at me? And he's like, I have, I'll have the quesadillas. <laughs> right. The what? Uh, no, so, you won't. That's so, not a thing. So, final to- toilet story for me though is how about them toilets in Germany mm. that have that extra shelf because it's culturally normal in Germany to go look at your poop after you dump. Whoa, I've never heard of this extra shelf. Yeah, there's like an extra shelf piece. But how can you not? You see your, your dump when you get up. It's there. Yeah, but it's not floating. It's there because in Germany they put so much pride or understand like at looking at your shit to determine your health. Oh, and so like there's this extra little shelf piece that like catches it, and and it's and it's mortifying. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've been in Germany. I didn't see that toilet. Oh maybe really? I saw it and oh I didn't no, think about it, man. The first time. Oh gosh. Look, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I barely believe you, but I believe you. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. No, but wow. 
Yeah, I've never heard of this ever. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I was I was I was visiting a guy I had like a crush on in college. He was from Germany, and I'm okay. like, ooh, I'm gonna go hang out with Andreas for a week. And then he brings me over, and he's like giving me a tour of the house, and he's like, oh yeah, you're an American, so I need to explain to you the toilet. Oh, interesting. Remember this hot guy I wanted to sleep with was like explaining to me about pooping, oh. and I was freaking out. Yeah, freaking that's, out. That's always. But over there, they're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, we look at our shit. We look. Yeah. <laughs> did you see? Uh, did you see Midsommar? Yeah. No, no, not yet. I, 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 it's like I can't stop thinking about it. I uh-huh. love it, but it is. It's kind of like a lot oh, of shitting. Uh, no, 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 no. Just, just <laughs> something culturally horrible that they're like, what? This is what we do. Like it's like that's that's like the whole movie, like oh, the build okay. up. That's the horror of the movie. Yeah. So it's like that was like the smallest version, you know, yours. Like <laughs> no one's murdering, but um, but yeah, that's that's that is that is like a, that is a serious like fucking horrible feeling. Can I like, say as as per the Thai thing? Because urine is sanitary. Yes, right? I had the same thought. So mm. if it was only pee, I find no question you right. keep the Thai. Yes. But since there was like your little isolated nugget, nugget. That's the that, thought I had. That is really what makes it iffy i i also don't know if i entirely agree with the urine argument because it is sanitary but it doesn't always not smell right, right. that's true yeah it definitely look we agree you got it you have two options you throw it away you clean it yeah there's no this ties there's no don't clean it this is yeah, yeah. There's no don't clean it you gotta just, find yeah. a way to it clean is, it. it is literally even like, if you like take like, some hand sanitizer yeah. it's like washing yeah. your hands after you pee you just do it you didn't get pee on your hands you just do it you do it because you those touched your wiener so funny i just uh, it's, i didn't I, piss on my hands so i'm a I bag I, of shit it's like I, I just go i just go by ritual i'm I sorry hate watching men leave the bathroom zipping their zipper Okay. I do hate that. Do that. I hate. Oh yeah, I just saw it happen this week. Like this guy's leaving the bathroom and put and is zipping up while he's leaving, and I'm like, you didn't, you didn't wash your hands. So no, also, but, why but, couldn't you? No, like, but we do, we do. Park we, everything you away. Wash, you wash. Sometimes you wash your hands first, so you don't touch your pants. Like you have pants. Like so, maybe he, you know, then you, on the way out, he zips it. That up. is true. I will that say, does you can't judge oh. it. Every guy isn't, but oh. he probably isn't. But oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? Because okay. and also, I forget to zip up my pants. All the fucking time. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Totally. Because I, I will that. just, I'll button, I'll do the, I'll do the belt, and then just walk out, and then find hours later my zipper's open. Right. So, so Shit. okay, okay. Can we get into that for a minute? So no, what? there's no time, guys. Thanks Bye. for calling. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, how do you tell people when their zipper was down? Yo, just like, tell them. I people tell like, me all the time. I feel like <laughs> all the time. When we were kids, mm-hmm. so many terms, so much honesty. You say your little like jingle and then you walk away and then we're done. But like as an adult, I feel really awkward being like, oh, the barn door's down or right. whatever you say. They no, I just, I just, whatever. You just, people just go, hey, man. And but I'm it used to be oh. like X Y Z. What were some of what were, you're, what were the you're terms? Caught in ca- you don't have to use catchphrases. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. obsessed with singing a song or doing a yeah. thing. No, that's it. your problem right there. Resist that Low urge. Low on iron, buddy. Take, just take it. Just take Low it on iron. I've never heard. Point I know. Down, I just made that. Up. Point down wow. once and goes. Just hey man, you got to raise your you iron. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying. Ow. While we're having this conversation, I'm trying really hard not to check both of your zippers. So this is why Mine's I'm staring good. at I'm the all, ceiling. Yeah, I'm all set up. I, I don't know why I we're feel solid. like I am. Okay.
I am. I but I did have that feeling of like it might be down. It might be down. <laughs> I got to double check. There's nothing might. worse than yours ever being down and you're sitting because yes. then it's just, just like an open hole. wound. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you're like, well, well, oh, everyone knew about shit. that for a really long time. Why did I wear my my colorfully loud underwear today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a bidet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's wet from one. I'm sorry. B-Day. 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 <laughs> yes. Let's, That's let's what you should call your podcast. Right. Yeah, B-Day. It's B-Day. Mm-hmm. Bronger. Today. Or just, <laughs> t- it's Bronger Day. T- t- <laughs> guys, today is B-Day. Um, so, Dave Ross, thanks for coming on the show. Ah, uh, man. This Super is so fun, fun. man. Uh, thanks uh, for having me. Amazing insight. Anything coming up you want to plug? Um, no, for right now, just the album, The Only Man Who Has Ever Had Sex. The URL where you can buy it is sex.guns.beer. Nice. That's it. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Thanks for having me, dude. I'm so gonna, fun. Sure. I'm going to be in um, Portland, Oregon at Helium from, let me get these dates. Portland, first time. Quick. Uh, first time in Portland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from the, the 17th to the 19th, I'll be working out a bunch of stuff because uh, it's, it's looking like I'm going to do a special next year and then... Uh, in rally at good nights, the 24th to 26th. So go to mattbronger.com slash tour for that. Amanda, anything? No, just please, please, please subscribe. Tell all your friends about how undeniably awesome we are. Mm -hmm. And then the number to call in is 323-763-0228. Thanks for calling, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger.